We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Principal PLN. This is episode 81. We are super excited to have a guest on here that I'll let Teresa introduce. Um, it's, it's really answering my question of what the heck is this breakout ADU business? Uh, but before we get started, I just want to say if you listened to our last um, episode on leveling up your school Facebook page with Melissa Emler, we did go back in and update the post because I did what she told me to do and I made a little screencast for our families. So I shared that on there. So if you want to see how to make a video just like that, you can just copy mine or use mine. I don't even care. Um, but now I'm going to turn it over to, to Teresa. So this is Ann Smart and Ann Smart is an ed tech consultant for the Jackson ISD, which is one of our county. We have ISDs and RISAs in Michigan. And um, she came to our Ad Camp Leader Michigan, and we were talking about Breakout EDU, and she was like, oh, I have a box in my office, <laughs> and it's like three minutes away. So she went and grabbed it and came back and taught us all about Breakout EDU and, and, show, and had us play a game, and it was super fun. So I thought she was the perfect person to come in here and answer <laughs> Jessica's questions. So, Anne, if you could... Yeah. Kind of give, you know, just just do like you did with us. Give us a breakdown of what Breakout yeah. EDU is and how you can use it and then resources and things like that. So I'm going to yeah. turn it over to you. No problem. So I just came across it. I don't even know how I came across it. I think I was surfing Twitter and saw something about it and kind of clicked on the website and 
was immediately like, this is awesome. I am a, <laughs> I love to gamify anything and everything that we can um, with students. So started kind of looking into it. Basically, the gist of it is if you've ever been to a breakout room, um, like for adults, um, this kind of concept came from there where an adult, an adult breakout room is you go in, you get locked into a room, and there's clues hidden around the room, and you have to answer the clues in order to break out of the room. So um, some amazing educators decided to bring this into um, the classroom setting where you are going to do a breakout um, scenario that can be based around a curriculum that you're teaching. Um, some, you know, There's lots of math and English and science um, breakouts that meet standards. Or they can just be for collaboration, um, you know, kind of they're coming out right now with a bunch for back to school on team building. Um, there's some that are just, you know, more for older kids and some that are younger kids. But basically what you do is when you go to um, the Breakout EDU website, you'll see kind of how to get started. One thing for me was um, and I bought the box, so you buy the Breakout EDU box. Now they have an option where you can... Um, I bought the wood box, and it comes with all the locks you need and kind of all the basic starter kit. Now they have a newer box that's um, plastic and a little bit smaller um, that you can purchase, and it's actually a little bit cheaper, but it comes with everything. Um, you will also, they'll give you an open source um, kit to buy everything right off of Amazon. So after we purchased um, one of our boxes, then we ended up going to Home Depot and kind of just buying the, the, the materials on our own to, to put together four more kits. Um, so basically, get on there, you get the box, and then you'll see um, you'll see all these games that are already kind of started for teachers. And when you go into games, it's going to ask you to kind of sign up because they want um, to give you a passcode to get in um, because they don't want students as they're running games <laughs> to get on to Breakout Edu and find the you know find the clues. That's so smart. yeah, it is really smart. I was like, why would they need this? And I was like, oh, after I did it with high school students that had devices, I was like, oh, no, the first thing they'll do is Google. Yeah, first thing they were doing was Googling it. So and Anne, what is that site in case anybody wants yeah, to look at it while you're talking? Great, it's breakoutedu.com. Oh, easy enough. Yep, pretty easy. And enough. we'll have links to everything in the show notes. Cool. Good. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? The other yeah. day, and I, I was watching because I'm a part of the Facebook group, uh-huh. and which is weird because I've never put one together. But I was right. all about it when it started. But it, right. it scared me because I thought I don't know how to do this, yeah. so I just sit back <laughs> and watched. But the, a lot of people are putting if you if you join the if you search for Breakout Edu and you request to join the group, you go in and a lot of people will post like. I know people found boxes at the Dollar Tree, and yep. some people are finding them at Michael's that are really inexpensive. So if you've got, and and Anne, I'd like you to talk about the app yeah. that you showed us real quick yeah, too. Yeah. So if you are, um, you know, if if you're on a budget and you need to try to get some sort of boxes that close or can use locks, there are other options too. Right. And the other, you know, I've posted stuff on there before. Um, because I got my lock was jammed and I couldn't figure out how to like how do I now that I'm in this how do I get it, get it unjammed and I right away I got like a bunch of responses on kind of tricks to try um, so very receptive you know we've posted a few questions about um, hey does anybody have a game for this and right away I got replies so um, it's a really a really great open source place too on the Facebook um, page and I got a lot of ideas for. Um, I, was, I was looking for ideas to make some boxes or like things I could use to be boxes and right away I got some ideas and then for myself I've also posted things that I've found that worked 
as boxes, you know, for <laughs> for the game. Um, those little makeup kits you get, you know, when you go to like Macy's and buy makeup, and they give you the extra, you know, the, the free bag. Those little bags are perfect. Yeah, they, you can poke a hole in them and lock them. So, little things like that that we've done. But um, I think for me, the biggest thing when I got onto the website um, and I clicked on a game that I wanted to try, it's really you think that there's going to be like step by step by step directions on how to run the game. Um, what's really nice is that there are videos. Most of the um, games have a video instruction on how to set everything up. But other than that, there really—I mean, it really is—you just get the game set up, and there's no like hard directions, if that makes sense. So for someone like me, I contacted a friend that I know had done it, and I was like, so that's it? Like, I just set up the boxes and give them the stuff? And he's like, yeah. I was like, but I feel like I need to know more. And he's like, just run it, and you'll see. And so I think for newbies that get on there, it seems like there's not a lot of, like, step-by-step instruction for yeah, you to, to because, run one. Well, like, when I look at the website, and I... I'm yeah. thinking of I want to do something with my staff, and there's one right. on teamwork, and I see just a little, like, here's the ages it's for, and then you yep. click, and then I need a password. So then I'm like, well, right. like, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's and I don't even know the breakout rooms. Like, I lock myself a room and I try not to get out. So I don't, I'm, I feel very basic, like, not knowing what. So after we did the breakout EDU yep. on, I think it was on Wednesday, I went to the Discovery Education um, Summer Institute. Mm-hmm. I left on Thursday, and we ended up having a break room on Saturday, a breakout room on Saturday. Oh, and I've I've never done one. The the first time I ever did anything was when when you came in and worked yep. with us with Breakout Edu, and they they we walked in the room. We were like we were thinking this is what it might be because everything was just kind of off, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we walked in the door and, the, you know, there's the people standing there are like, you know, grab your drinks and if you need to use the restroom, you should go now. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not 12. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they locked the doors and they're yeah. like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's... Because there's no, like, as a, as a person who needs something to start with, it's frightening because there is no direction, no, none. No, um, with kids, and I think I, you know, I did that with uh, Edie or with your the camp. Yeah. Um, I kind of explained the first time, like how the obviously how the locks work because there's a directional lock, a master directional lock on yeah. there that I had never seen before until um, Breakout Edu. Um, so I explained the locks and I explained kind of the you know where this comes from that you're with kids especially talking about teamwork. Um, collaboration because you know you're arguing with one another and not giving each other turns isn't gonna help you break out um, I might talk to kids about the fact that usually the quietest person in the group is probably the one that knows how to solve it but because they're a pretty quiet person they're not gonna step up and say something so to make sure that everybody has a voice in the game um, we've run it from the youngest I've done um, is third grade up until we did high schoolers and um, the third graders were all over it. I mean, just literally on top of each other, trying to get to the locks and unlock things. You always have the one kid in the group that's just going to sit there and just try to hack the locks. Mm-hmm. And I have had <laughs> two kids have just by chance got it. Like, <laughs> just popped it open. They're like, ah, I got it. So, you know, you have to be ready for those kind of twisted turns because now there's a clue out there that they've already unlocked, technically. You know, so a little twist and turns. Um, High schoolers, the ones when we first ran it with them, kind of just stared at each other like, well, who's going to go first? (laughs) 
like what, what, you know, kind of just that high school mentality of like, I don't know, like who wants to do it, you know. So once they got into it, they were going, you know. But it's just it's interesting to see the different dynamics. Even with adult learners, I'm doing it with adults. I think most importantly, do it with your staff first so that they understand kind of the concept. Um, even adult learners, a lot many will stand back and just kind of watch and not participate. And you always have the few that are like, okay. Like, let's do this, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, Anne, I have, a, I have a question with you to yeah. start with yep, staff. Yep, yep. Would yep. So, first of all, I need to buy the boxes or whatever. Yep. But then, so would you recommend that I just use the one that's on the site that says teamwork? Or is this something that I could turn into, like, our handbook scavenger hunt of instead of going through the crap that's right. in the handbook, it's, it's, it's in the boxes? Yep. I suggest um, if you can make... There is a template on the on the website for you to a Google Doc um, for you to create your own breakout EDUs. Um, I suggest you do one or two before you maybe create one, just so you kind of okay. understand the flow of it. Um, even if this summer before your PD, you can get to a um, conference or a PD, you know, somewhere that, or even just play. Like I, the first time I did it, I actually had Kelly and Elena, my two coworkers. I made them do one so that I could run through it. I then had my daughter's birthday party. I did one at my when she turned nine. She had a sleepover, so I did one with them to kind of so feel cool. it out again. Um, oh, I could a use birthday. my baseball team. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, just okay. get a group of people, like even your friends. Invite them over. You know, maybe have a few drinks and then do a breakout <laughs> edu and just just so you get an idea of how it flows. That way, when you um, go to write one, you'll kind of have an understanding of, you know, the kind of the ins and outs, and it doesn't, there's no, sometimes in these games, there's no specific order to how you open the box or the locks. It's just whatever clues they find first gets to the gets to the locks. Because you're going to see when you open, when you um, look at the package, there's a big, like a clasp, and there's a bunch of holes on it. I can't remember what it's called right now. But that, you can put multiple locks on it to get into the main box. So kids might open, you know, the directional lock first, and then open, you know, the letter lock. Which then will eventually get them into the big, the big lock. But every group might get there differently, if that makes sense. So, just kind of having an understanding on how the story or how your game plays out, um, the game plays out is good. And I have a question. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how many groups of people are you talking about? Like, yeah. So each game has like an ideal group size. So you'll see, like, it might say this is ideal for ten to fifteen or five to ten people. Um, when you get on the website, you're actually a lot. When you get into the games, you can sort by game. So you can say, I need a game for a large group, which is like 30 plus. I need a game for a small group, which is 10 and under. Um, because with that, the, you know, how many clues and materials go with those games. So for a bigger group, you obviously want more to do in the game because you want more people involved. Um, with a smaller group, because, and again, every, I don't know if you, every game is time, there's a time limit on every game. So, you know, you might have a 45-minute game, 35-minute game. Um, so it kind of goes with the amount of clues that there are and able to solve in that amount of time. So search for the ideal group size. We've done it with, um, you know, I've, the third graders, I think we had about 15 in each group. Um, and we had two boxes running at a time, so we split the class into half. I would have gone almost um, three or four boxes with a group of 30 the first time, just because then you get more kids involved. Does that make sense? So like yeah. the, more, yeah. the more kids you have or the bigger group you have, there's a tendency for less involvement from everyone. 
So we try to get as, you know, we have four boxes, and that's perfect for a, for a class size of 30, um, I think, because then you get more kids involved in the, into the games that way. Um, but I think as you, as you do them, um, you know, we, we talk about, you know, as we do them, we kind of start, there are hints, the kids will get hints in the game, so they can come to you with a hint card um, if they're stuck or need kind of a clue to get started. Um, we talked about, you know, as you keep doing this with your class, you know, you could take the hint, one hint card away. So now they only get one hint card. Um, you could take, you know, start taking away a box. And so now we've always done four boxes. Now we're going to do three so that, you know, they have to more work together. And then you could lead to where you could do a whole group breakout EDU, you know, with just one box or the whole class is working together to break out. So... It kind of, you know, like I said, there are no hard directions, so you kind of have to do it mm -hmm. as you feel it's fit for the group that you're working with, I guess. Um, so, what are the what are the questions, you guys? Can you talk about the hint yeah. cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hint card is basically it comes in the you'll get the every group starts out with like a clue or a story. Um, I think you know the when we did it at Ed Camp, there was an actual story you had to read mm -hmm. um, about a professor and then in this package there are two hint cards and you know those can be used at any time during the game um, you, most kids you know once they kinda get stuck or groups kinda get stuck and they don't really know what to do um, you know we might say remember you have two hint cards and then they give the person that's writing the breakout a hint mm -hmm. card and then I can walk over and kind of give them something to get them started on you know finding a clue or you know Hey, did you look here? You know, go go to this spot and see if you can find a hint, and then they find something that kind of kickstarts them to get going again. Um, some groups, you know, they'll try to wait till the very last minute to use the hint card because they think that <laughs> that's all we don't get. use the hint card. You know, you do better. But um, you know, I a lot of kids, I just tell them, hey, if you don't if you don't get anything in the first five minutes, give me a hint card. You know, because. You want them the first time to kind of be successful with it. I think you want them to to go through the motions. Um, I did break the breakout bus at ISTE. I don't know if either uh, any of you are at ISTE, but they had the breakout bus there, where Breakout Edu has actually developed a school bus that you take a team into, and it's almost like a breakout room, and you play a game inside. They lock you in the bus, <laughs> and you play. Um, you know, and we even in there we had as adults we had to use our two hand cards because. We were, you know, running out of time and wanted to make sure we broke out because we didn't want to take the walk of shame out of the front of the bus. We wanted to be able to go out of the back of the bus. And so, you know, even as adults, we used the clues um, to help us get through the game. But when that's we something doing, I think. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. When we were doing the breakout room at um, Discovery, we didn't have any hint cards. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. But there was somebody walking around the whole time that would kind of look at what we were doing and be like, yeah. uh, did you read that right? Because that, yeah. you know, real ominous, just kind yeah. of looking over things and just giving small small clues and things. But that was yeah. that was helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm looking, I was looking at the website right now, and we'll put a link to the website and to the Facebook group in mm -hmm. the show notes. But there, at the bottom of the website, they have some links, and one of them is what has been your biggest blooper during a mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic because we talk all the time about how you know we're learning from each other's mistakes. Right. Right. But I love that there's a whole post on the Facebook mm -hmm. page, and that's what the link goes to about you know like right. what was yeah. the biggest thing 
Um, like the biggest problem you had. Yeah, I've had it where I accidentally set we because when we do this, we have kids come in, then they leave, and we another class will come in and we reset the game, and I've reset it wrong before where I'm like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be there, or you know, like I put the wrong hit in the wrong box. Um, right, right. You know, I've set the lock wrong. <laughs> you know, those things happen. Um, so we just go with it. You know, I just, I, that's where I just look at, you know, whisper in a kid's ear, you know, like, don't tell anybody, but this is what they, you know, and they, and they get going. So it happens, you know, it's, it's part of the game. So, um, but most kids roll with it and they, they think it's cool when I have to whisper in their ear and give them a hint, you know, to, cause I, I did something wrong. So. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I a, okay. I'm, I'm looking at purchasing one of these and yeah. I see that it says, Five to six weeks until you get yours. Yes. Yep. So they if I are. do that, I can't do this with So myself. what I would do is I would just go to their open source. Um, if you see where it says open source. Okay. And it gives you um, the Amazon list. Or like I said, we just went to like Best Buy, Home Lowe's. Because really you just need, we used, um, we just bought a toolbox, like a big cheap Home Depot toolbox. Okay. That has the lock on, you can lock it. Um, and then we, you just need to buy the locks is really, and then you can buy, go to, like somewhere like Home Depot or, or no, Office Depot or Staples, and buy one of those like three letter those three lock pencil boxes that you'll see on there. You can and you can purchase them on Amazon too, but okay. you can totally put together your own your own box. And they they're absolutely that's why they put it on there. Absolutely fine with that. It's they you know they're not in it for making money out of the boxes. Um, so that's why they put the open source page on there for you to buy it all on your own. And Ann, so, can you talk about the app? Yep. So the app they came out with, um, because the locks are expensive. I mean, you know, you're looking at ten, twelve bucks a pop for for one of those good locks. Um, you can purchase the app, which um, a lot of us were lucky enough to get it free when it first came out. Uh, it was a free for a few days, but now it's a two ninety nine or one ninety nine. One ninety nine. I bought and, it at Breakout Edu, and yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah, so cool. and you, it's. It's basically you can create locks on at a device that you know, like an iPad or an iPhone. So that for some reason, like for me, for instance, um, one day we got somewhere and one of my locks was jammed and I couldn't open it. And I don't, I was like, oh, what do I do? The app came, you know, would came in handy at that time to be able to have an extra lock. So my phone would have been like the lock, if that makes sense. And then, um, so how would you do that when you're in a game? So you would have to basically, you would have to have the iPad right there with the game for the kids um, and then they get in and they have different um, you know to create um, you can create a text lock a color lock a shape lock a directional lock and basically it comes with a countdown timer even so your iPad basically works as the locks if that makes sense <laughs> and then so kind so, of just yeah so you've got the iPad and then the iPad yep. opens the lock and then you hold yep. the clue, right and give yes. it to them once yep. they break it yeah 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 so you just you know just another option out there for um, to do it to do it digitally. So um, I think the biggest thing is do one with a group of people that you know you're that are willing to you know just even your office. That's what you know we just sat in the office and did it, and um, a lot of the people sitting around us are like, why do you guys keep getting these boxes with all these locks in it? You know, we're like, <laughs> don't ask what we do on the weekends. Like, don't look at my and don't look at my trunk. <laughs> This sounds really, really powerful, though. Like, because we, you know, as as principals and aspiring administrators, like mostly what you know, who we connect with is podcasts. We're always looking for different ideas, and especially now, you know, starting to think about that back to school, um, 
you know, how do we how do we make you know this yep. first day or first couple of days you know meaningful yep. for staff? And this sounds like a really great resource. I'm definitely going to check it out. And it's cool. Like we the one we did at the high school level, they actually we picked an it was an algebra it was an algebra class, and we picked one of the math. Um, designed um, games and it was algebra that they were learning at that time so it was a great way for her kids to play this game to also review what they had been learning in class in a different way and it was really she was really interesting to um, to watch her because she was getting frustrated because she's like guys we just did this but but for them in a, it was in a different you know a different setting and they just it didn't click with them right away that Oh, like yeah, that's what we did yesterday, right? So once they figured that out, boom, they were off and going. But like to take the math out of that math classroom and actually have to apply it in a game setting, you know, it took them a minute to like, oh, 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 yeah, okay, now you know, and it, they were able to apply the math they were learning. So, um, you know, we're doing a lot of these. Um, we've got a lot of schools set up already for the first few days of PD when teachers get back in August um, to do these with teachers. Um, that then and that hopefully would inspire them to you know do these with their classrooms and so we're already that's kind of what we have booked for the first few weeks of school with a lot of with a lot of schools is to come in and do these and help the teachers do these with their classes so it's fun the kids love it um, you know is, a, is this is this like a one and done thing like it takes work mm -hmm. to set it up and then you know like that was fun and now we're done with it or you know what how do you keep coming back to this and integrate yeah. So what we've done, um, you know, I think you do, for me, if I was a teacher in a classroom right now, I would do like kind of a team building one with my class, right? At the beginning of the year, kind of here's what, you know, here's what breakout is kind of deal. We're going to, you're going to see some of this, you know, I'm going to try to bring these in for every unit we do, or, you know, we're going to do these, um, if I can, you know, as I, for me, would start with just the ones that are already made, because that would help me, <laughs> you know, get started. But a lot of teachers, what they're doing is, um, ha and this I saw this on the Facebook page, they're having their kids write breakout games for uh, units. That's great. Yeah. And then the their assessment is to write the game and then have their cl the class play it as kind of what I learned, you know, this game. And so it's, I think, things like that where you're getting kids to do that problem solving, you know, critical thinking of developing a game from what they learned. Um, I think is pretty a pretty powerful way to get kids to really that that for that content to sink in, you know, and understand what they've learned. Um, so I think just you know to start, you just kind of start with some of the find one that matches your curriculum or your content area, kind of start there, and then you know get on the Facebook page because so many amazing educators are posting what they're doing and how they're doing breakout in their rooms, and I think you know it's something that just could. Um, no, I don't think it's sorry. I don't think it's a one and done. Definitely. Um, I have found a few games that I really enjoy to start with, and I have basically gone through and printed everything and, and laminated it, you know, so that I kind of have that pack that's already ready to go. Um, when a teacher says, hey, can we do this? You know, I already kind of have one that, that I can take in and start. Um, but from there, you know, go, and you know what your kids like, and you know, you know, you know your curriculum and your content. So, so many games are being posted every day that, I mean, I just, I'm looking on here right now, and there's all these, most of these I haven't even seen yet. So they're, you know, they're posting daily new games. So and there's tons coming out for the beginning of the school year, um, you know, and it'll be fun. Adam Bello is, you know, taking over as as the CEO. So you see a lot from him coming out now, um, posting on on Facebook and on Twitter of the new games that are coming out. So 
I just encourage you to, to buy buy the stuff and do it. <laughs> just, just do it. You'll be hooked. There's something to be said for that transfer of knowledge mm -hmm. that, you know, teaching the kids to use it because especially especially in things like math, you know, where else yeah. are we ever going to use this type of question? Right. I think it's so important for them to see that in the real world it has some sort of use, right? You're not just learning this just because we're trying to torture you. Right. We had when I taught music, it, it was like I was teaching note names like on yep. the staff from first grade. These kids knew them back and forth and back and forth. And the day I gave them their recorders and showed them an A on the board and how to how like which fingers to cover the holes with, mm -hmm. it was like yeah. I don't know what that is. Now I have to learn what a note is and how this and it's just this is what you've been learning before. Now we're just adding right. to it or now we're putting it in a different context. Right. And that sometimes is is the struggle is that they they learn it but they don't understand how to put it into a context. Right. So this is a great great activity mm -hmm. that will really help with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's exciting um you know to see that gamification in the classroom and like you said that transfer of knowledge and Kids like to play games, so do adults. So, <laughs> yeah. But I have, I have to get going because yeah. I am going to our Hope Center, which is a um, center for transitioning adults that um, oh. have been in, you know, our special needs classes, and I'm going to do makerspace with them. So oh, how fun! Nice. Yeah. So. They're going to be waiting on me, but thanks for inviting me and having me uh, oh, talk thank about Thank you so much yeah. for coming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what no an problem. awesome help. Thank you yep, so no much. No problem. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Anne. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So All right. lots of cool stuff, right? All yeah, it sounds like. Excited. Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't. I, I mean, like, isn't your brain just swimming right now? It is, but now I'm bummed. Like I thought I was just gonna go on and order it today now, and now I gotta I gotta do more work. But that's you know, okay. So, yeah, right. like she said, and it's they've got the open source thing. It's literally a bunch of links that will take you to the Amazon page where they sell it. I think, I think that I will still okay. buy a, a kit because then you know once I do it with staff, and then hopefully another one will come in, and then I've got a couple, and you guys can use it, and not you guys, my my guys. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I borrow it to send it? But um. <laughs> I think for me, yeah, my sequence is is like an overdrive right now. Like I want to see an example. I didn't look at any of the videos yet, but like um, because it's like problem solving and all this, I'm like, okay, so how does this work? You know, what kind of time? I like your question too. Like what are the long-term implications? This is just like a flash in the pan, you know, sort of thing. But as she described like you know, how kids can – you know, redesign it, create their own, host their own, I guess, uh, sounds pretty – you know, sounds pretty cool, but yeah, I guess I guess I need to see an example. I I'm gonna so I'm gonna I had planned that today when we do this podcast, I'm also gonna do my own learning online. So I'm gonna look and see if there's any good YouTube clips to show like what this looks like in action. Although there probably is on their website, I see there's a video. So right. I will, um, you know, whatever I find, I will add into the show notes because seeing it in action also helps more than just listening to it. Um, and maybe you might make one of those nice like screen shares again like la like you did last week like what a great follow up to a podcast like yes. check yes. you out Jessica. how do you make a screen share cool. of a breakout edu well I don't uh, know you're about, learning like, setting you're going, it up. or going on the website and yeah. I found this and showing us how you I don't did know. it just saying First like step. take the compliment okay. <laughs> so can I share a blooper though so <laughs> I'll wait. 
I made the, I've always got a blooper. It could be my middle name, blooper. I want to work out correct. Um, so I made that, that screen share, like, um, not that day, but la the, whatever day. The day I that you made it. it. Yeah, I, I used the, the tool that I was using had changed to make my screencast, and then so when I got to the end, I don't know why it was having some issues when I was typing in, you know, the title and the description to then send it from that um, app to YouTube, and something happened, and of course I got, like, there's spelling errors that I didn't see when I was getting frustrated just trying to type it in really fast. And then, so then I took my YouTube clip and I posted it to the Facebook page, and you can see, like, plain as day, the, uh. the, the typo, and I was like, crap! So I go back to YouTube, I edit my the title of the YouTube um, video, so I'm like, perfect, that's fixed. Then I go to Facebook, I edit my post, I take out the link, I put the new one in, you know, republish. Nope, still shows my great big fat spelling error. Well, I didn't even catch it, but then again, I don't know how to spell either. Like so, <laughs> Kurt Reese caught it, and I felt so bad, and I sent her a message. On I know. Oh, I you like, did. Of course, I did. Yeah. I was like, because it's really, it was really obvious. It was like, oh yeah, activity oh, yeah. or something. It was. Uh, yeah. It, it was I don't know, but it was like three letters that were repeated right after each other. No. So it just like, it was like, oh, and so I sent her a message. I was like, I don't know if you know, but yeah. oh, I she's knew. like, I, I know. know. <laughs> I'm like, I had a whole bunch of words to say about that. Jess, I just think that shows your inner genius, you know? Like, I think spelling and vocabulary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like with words with friends. It's like, that's not a word. I swear that's a word. I like, that all the time. It has to be a word. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are right. you all ready for the school year or what? <laughs> You're funny. Oh, Spike's hysterical. Uh, we'll have to have another podcast about Getting getting ready for back to school because I think we are uh, I think we're over on this one and people are going to start thinking we've lost our minds. We're going to turn into a pumpkin. I, um, I do have to say I did finally are. start getting my head in the in the gear for the new school year. Like you know, if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have been like, I'm still trying to catch up. I don't have any ideas. I don't. But now my head's spinning and I'm ready. And like my office is filled with stuff that I went on a shopping trip yesterday for teachers. I'm not going to tell what that is because if they listen, I don't want them to know. Right. But now I've got, you know, the ideas are going and I'm getting excited. Yeah, for me, I think most of July was still trying to finish up the school year and just tie up loose ends and this, that, and the other thing. And I kind of made it like, I guess in my brain, I'm like, okay, so as soon as August starts, I have to just kind of forget that and then start, you know, yep. start new. So, um, yeah, maybe next time we'll talk, uh, I'm going to talk about, um, we have like a voluntary, like, strategic planning thing that we're going to do. I put it out to the staff. I have, like, a ton of people that signed up and want to, like, you know, really talk about, like, what are, like, what do we want to accomplish this year? Goals, mission, vision, you know, that kind of stuff. This stuff that we don't have time to do, like, in your one day, you know, back to, like, you know, back to school before the kids get there. So, um, yeah, so we can, but yeah, I need to start getting focused on 1617. That's what that's all about. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a whole nother episode on itself because yeah. we're all uh, struggling with that one, I think. It's time. It's still, it's, still July, well, though. We've been doing pretty good at getting together for podcasts. We have. It's been every next week and have, you yeah. know, that one be the. <laughs> What are you doing to get ready? It's been weekly. 
Yeah, we're gonna except for Spike. What are you laughing at? Right, what at what I just at? put I'm in there. This is no. So okay. So Teresa's putting in the text side of like what she sees. Spike is in, and like, nobody can. Yeah, this is like the, the basement of like you know. I There's behind probably, the scenes notes going on right here in the chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like is, what? What room are you in? Like is what is that? Sparkling cider. That almost um, makes next it worse. To a it's a basement. Yeah. Well, this is like Why is my there daughter's house. house. Like, next one for a tea party. They're having a they're having a fancy next party. to a Call of Duty poster. <laughs> a long time ago, this used to be my area. This used to be my area. It's like a Madden poster. There's stuffed animals. You've got looks like a bottle of champagne. Yeah, and then there's all this. This other like art supply stuff. I, I used to have an area, and then I was like, I was gonna just want to get like one of those curtains and just bring it down. Then you wouldn't see any of that, but I just haven't done it. But yeah, this is like my son's boy cave, my daughter's play area now. Yeah. Oh, what with <laughs> Mike? Yeah. Next thing I'll be doing these out in the backyard. <laughs> maybe your internet's good out there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know. <laughs> Positives. All right, let's wrap. All right, we're getting <laughs> random. All right, it was great to chat. Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it, but when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to ixl.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.